Hello, everyone, and welcome to Petite to Queen's Claim Your Career Crown podcast. I'm your host, Lynn, and today I'm joined by our special guest, Rochelle Babbler. Today, we're going to be talking about how to inspire advocacy impact with heart-centered music and story. I'm going to tell you a little bit about Rochelle. She is a TEDx speaker, a number one international best-selling co-author, and advocate who grew up in Southern California. Being a middle child and Aries, she's always been a bit of a disruptor, you know, in a good way. And she's an explorer, a traveler, musician, and creative soul. Rochelle has had an eclectic background of careers, paramedic turned forensic analyst turned entrepreneur. After being diagnosed with a rare brain tumor and diving into personal development work, she quit her job cold turkey to pursue her why. Through meditation and listening to her intuition, Rochelle discovered what that was during the global pandemic. She is a storytelling strategist supporting clients who want to amplify her voice, message, and brand through various media platforms such as the TEDx stage and through music. Rochelle loves supporting clients who want to create human impact, create movements, and advocate for a cause by sharing their most powerful gifts, their stories. She is grateful to have taken this leap to create a purpose-driven business and to show her two children, Austin and Cameron, shout out there, that it's never too late to pursue your dreams. What an inspiring story, Rochelle. Thank you so much for joining us today. I'm thrilled to have you here. Thank you so much for having me, Lynn. I'm so excited to be here. Well, and this is going to be such a terrific discussion. And for those of you who are joining us for that very first time, don't miss out on a single episode by subscribing to Claim Your Career Crown wherever you get your podcasts. And while you're there, if you love what you're doing and you love these shows, please take that extra moment to give us a five-star review. We would very much appreciate it. Heart, heart. So Rochelle, you know, we sort of went into some background about what inspired you, certainly the, the journey that you went on with the health crisis, and then, you know, finding that center in yourself of the business that you wanted to create. But um, can you give us some more background on how that journey progressed and how you sort of discovered um, what was your why? Yeah. So like you, like you mentioned, I got diagnosed in 2008 with a rare brain tumor and that, that was really when, you know, everything just went, came to a halt. I had a 10 week old newborn. I had an 18 month old son and, um, you know, it really scared me. And I, you know, went down the rabbit hole, dark rabbit hole of like my children not knowing their mother. And it was, it was a really dark and heavy time for me. And um, it was during that time that I would have done anything you told me to get rid of that brain tumor. So if you said, go outside and eat dirt, I would eat dirt. Like I would do anything to, to make it go away. And so I started visualizations. I started meditation. I started just really doing things that I'd never done before which really opened up my heart and my mind to, you know, the power that we have and um, how we can take charge of things in our life and our health and everything. And um, during that time when I, you know, it was a year long journey that I had gone through advocating for myself. My brain tumor was rare. 
Um, I ended up going to Stanford to get, you know, consulting opinions up there with top doctors. And then my insurance company denied my treatment. So I had to advocate, you know, and try to get the treatment that I wanted. And I ended up winning that and I got it. And, um, you know, and then after everything kind of settled from that, you know, I, my intuition, I, meditation is so powerful and strong. It really like strengthens that voice inside of you that we tend to doubt how many times have people said, I should have listened to my gut and they didn't listen to it. Well, you meditate, that voice is going to get so strong and loud, you will never doubt it. And that's really what happened. So fast forward um, in 2017 was when I, I just, my internal voice just got really loud. and was like, it's time for you to do something else. And I was flying back from a forensic board meeting and on the plane. And I came back, gave my two weeks notice, and I quit my job cold turkey. And I remember everybody was telling me I was like having a midlife crisis and like, you know, losing my marbles. And and I knew it was my midlife awakening. I knew within my entire body, I could feel it that this was the right thing to do. And I didn't know what that next ch- chapter would be, but I was I was determined to figure it out and figure out why why I was put on this earth and what was my purpose and what was I supposed to do to help others and, and, you know, help create human impact. Well, that's fantastic. I mean, what an inspiring story and, and to, to take that leap of faith, um, uh, against the naysayers, um, (laughs) for the midlife reawakening. I love that. I love that. So, um, I'm just sort of curious about, you know, as you formed your business and you've um, put this together, um, and really creating this advocacy, you know, through music and also how you help your clients. Um, do you have a process that you follow? Um, how do you make these connections? How do you put this together? Yeah. So the process I follow really is kind of like I do for my TEDx ideation sessions with clients. We really dive into their stories. Like, what's your background? Where are you from your childhood to now? You know, how do we come up with the idea for the TEDx stage through the through line of your stories? And so it's kind of similar to that with advocating through music. It's really going into your stories. And then what is your main focus of advocating for? Like, what is your messaging? What what do you want to bring awareness to? What do you want to share with others that's going to help others you know, whether it's a health journey or something else, like what can you bring awareness to and create, you know, impact in that way? And unfortunately, my, you know, my, my, how this all unraveled was through the loss of my sister. She passed away when she was 48 years old from colon cancer. And the day after she died, I wrote a song about her cancer journey. And it was just really a way for me to just deal with my grieving and start my healing. And um, because I was completely shattered. She was one of my best friends and she was so young. And I saw her battle that journey, you know, the cancer for two and a half years. It was really painful. And um and I wrote that song in the hopes of um my my guitar instructor and I wanted to just write it, share her story, but raise some money for colon cancer in San Diego and donate it and on behalf of her. And um, it wasn't during the until the pandemic hit that, you know, I think we all took time to pause and reflect on our life and what wasn't serving us, what is serving us and what, you know, just so many things. And I remember I was sitting here at my desk and that's when I got the idea to, um, 
to create a lyric video to share her song and create messaging around colon cancer awareness. And that's how Advocating Through Music came about. And the response I got back from all the outreach I did connecting to colon cancer groups was so, so surprising to me, but it showed me the power of that combination of music and advocating that I took it to the TEDx stage. So I last year I did a TEDx talk and the, my title was The Power of Advocating Through Music. So I'm working with some beta clients right now and just the response and like seeing how things work and evolve and their reaction to it and how it's impacted them has been really, really amazing. Well, that's fantastic. You know, I mean, when you were, you know, putting this all together, I'm curious, was there anything um, that was, that held you back or was, you know, made you hesitant or any kind of self-limiting belief, anything that sort of was there that um, you need to, you needed to sort of, you know, tap into that inner strength that you had found to, to, to move past the challenge. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, there's, um, putting yourself out there in a different way brings up a lot self-sabotage, criticism, judgment, like what are people going to think? You know, when I quit my job and became an entrepreneur, my, my things have shifted many times. So I think a lot of people look at me and be like, what what are you doing now? I don't even know what you're doing. And I kind of, I mean, I kind of laugh inside when they say that. (laughs) And, um, I think it's, you know, finding my way. And I I feel like I've found that why now. And that that's really what our whole goal is, right? I would hope for anybody in life is that they find their why and they find what they're what they're truly meant to do. They're God-given gifts that they can share with the world. Um, so yeah, there was some hesitation with reaching out to these colon cancer groups, cold turkey. Like they didn't know me. How are they going to connect to me? And um and, but I think that when you have a passion about something and, and I remember, you know, being diagnosed, you certainly, um, when you're faced with your own mortality, things change, your perspective changes and you realize time is short and it's time to do things. And I even have a reminder in my phone every day that tells me if this was your last week, what would you do that you haven't done yet? And so it's really thinking about like, what is it that you have that you can share with others to help create human impact? And if it only affected one person, if your story, your message, whatever it is that you're, you're doing with your work, if you could help one person and completely shift their life, would you take that leap to like, get on a stage and be on a podcast and do those things? Yeah, you would. You totally would, because that's what we're we're meant to do. So yeah, there were some things that held back. And I think what really helped me, and and this has been kind of ingrained in me doing my personal development work is going back to your why. My why is to help others share their stories through story, through the stage or music so that they can heal and unite the human collective. And um, when I go back to my why, it always gets me centered again. And then helps me to take that next step. Yeah. Oh, I mean, that's beautiful. And, and that makes a lot of sense because then it's, you know, you're, you know, refocusing your energy and re um, giving yourself that additional energy boost and um, reconnecting with the passion. So, you know, when you're working with others and they're trying to tap into that, um, are, are there similar things that are holding them back? Are they different? What do you find? 
Um, I think with a lot of clients that I work with, it's time. You know, they don't, they're working and they're juggling so many things and they don't have the time to kind of figure it out. Like, what is their message? Like, what are their topics for a podcast or what is their message for the TEDx stage? Um, and so, you know, you need help with that. And I remember when I quit my job, I hired a coach to help me because I didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> so I had somebody help me figure it out. So I think part of it is is time and just getting a clarity. I see a lot of clients who just don't have the clarity on really like what their why is. Like they're doing things, but it's almost like niching it down even more to really get that sweet you know, spot of what it is that you're doing to help others to make you maybe stand out just a little bit more than other people that might be in the same type of field as you. So um, I think the clarity, the time, um, and um, and the confidence too. And I and I was listening to your podcast with Gene, and he said something about he tells his clients to speak as often as they can, and I say that too. Anytime you get a chance. Speak. Not only does it increase your confidence, but you will find your messaging. You will find your why by doing that. So talk as much as you can, even if it's to your family and friends. Just start talking about like what it is that you do and love to do. Well, that's great. And that you just really tapped into, you stole my thunder there about what should listeners do next, you know, so that they can really tap into their why to tap into how they could use um uh, music for advocacy. So maybe since you answered the first part, how about answering the, you know, if they have something they really want to pursue, um, for their, their cause for their advocacy, how they can make an impact and a difference. And they wanted to do that through, through music. Um, what would want to be the first things that they could do? So, you know, music is really interesting because I and I'm learning more about music. When you listen to music, you use both sides of your brain. And there's nothing else out there that we do that does that. And so when you put your story and I mean, think about a song that makes you happy or think about a song that makes you cry like right away. You know, there's something around the words, the lyrics, the melody that really connect us and um, music is a very uniting thing. Like if you go to concerts, everybody's gathered for music, right? It doesn't matter what race, gender, anything that your beliefs or anything like that, we're all there for the common good of music. And so putting your story into a song and, and what I found for my sister was that it really connected people to, to what happened to her. And my goal with that was to really connect people to it so that they would get screened because a lot of people skip their colonoscopies and she was so young and those screenings will save your life. And um, so the messaging around it and everything just really created that, the combination of the two really created that impact. So um, yeah, I mean, if you, I think stories are powerful. Um, Some people think that they shouldn't, Maybe share their story like it's already been said and done, you know, like on particular topics, but it's, it hasn't by you. Your yeah. experiences are different than anybody else's. So um, don't be afraid to hold back. There's somebody else that's experiencing maybe some things that you've had and you sharing that, your story gives them permission to do theirs, you know, share theirs as well. Yeah. Oh, that's beautiful. That's beautiful, Michelle. Rochelle, thank you so much for sharing how to inspire advocacy impact 
with heart-centered music and story. Um, you know, I know our listeners are going to want to know more about how they can connect with you, find out more about you. Um, so where should they go? Yeah, they can go to my website, which is rochellebabbler.com. It's R-A-C-H-E-L-L-E, babbler, B-A-B-L-E-R.com. Um, I'm on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn under Rochelle Babbler. So you can find me on those um, in those social media platforms as well. All right. And we'll be sure to include all those links below, including the incredible um, music uh, video uh, that Michelle Rochelle did for her sister, beloved sister. So that's going to be below. So it's all one click away. So you can have that experience and see how you can use music um, and to, to, for that cause and for the impact. So thank you so much, Rochelle, for, for you know sharing that with our audience. I really appreciate it. And thank for you. everyone who tuned in, thank you so much for being here. You know, I really appreciate when you, you how you show up for us every week. Thank you so much. And if you'd have an idea or a comment, you can leave it down below. We do love hearing from you. Um, if you have a specific question or would like to suggest a topic for discussion, you can email us at jointheconversation at petitequeen.com. And of course, to stay current on all of our insightful advice, our breakthrough advantages, these incredible, incredible episodes like the one today with Rochelle, please sign up for our weekly wisdoms newsletter at petitequeen.com and you won't miss a single episode. I want to thank everyone who tuned in and listened. And Rochelle, thank you so much for sharing, you know, yourself, your story, um, and you know, your video, your special, you know, heartfelt video for your sister um, and for the cause of colon cancer. Thank you so much for having me, Lynn. I appreciate it. <laughs>